After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode, quite possibly the hottest podcast episode of Disney Parks and Beyond. I am Nick and on this episode I am joined by Ryan. Hello. I am joined by P-Dubs. Good evening. I'm joined by Mr. D. Hello. And we are also joined by Craig. Evening. Isn't it just, it's been uh, it's been a hot few days, isn't it? Really oh, hot for you guys. Sure As yeah. my old nan used to say, it's hot enough to boil a monkey's bum in here. Hmm. If you wanted to. I'll yeah. be uh, I'll be analysing that one later on. <laughs> Try if anyone knows the answer, uh answers on a postcard. We're just not we're just not used to this heat, are we? Like it's the same every year, but do you know what? It just doesn't get any easier. It's 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 probably colder than it is in places like Orlando, but it feels like hell. Oh, it does. I, I was um, I was on the tick of the talk earlier, and somebody said they woke up and their candles in their room were, were melting from the heat alone. And oh my god, showed it, and, and it's just like that. That and that is Britain in the summer. It's just ridiculous. I was uh, having some conversation with somebody at work today in my other job, and um, talking about. He asked me if I had a, a fan, which of course I did, and I made a comment about the fact that you know. We do get oh, it's because I was talking about my, my American colleagues, and I said, you know, we do get aircon in this country, but we really only need it for about two weeks a year. Hmm. It, it, we really don't need it in in homes, except for that period where we just get a few really, really ridiculously hot days. But hey, you know, climate change. Maybe we'll all need aircon soon. Who knows? You know, yeah. could be on the way. Um, right, fun show. Hopefully, ahead. That's what we aim to do here. Um, but it wouldn't be right to start the without asking what everybody's drinking. So, let's find out. Uh, Craig, you've had a busy day. What are you drinking? I am drinking um, a homemade uh, Nespresso Caramel Iced Latte. You are getting paid much too much for this podcast. Nespresso. Yeah, I've had an espresso machine about four years now. Cracking. Got a kettle. Um, Mr. D, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a very large gin and tonic with lots of ice in it. Oh, beautiful. And beautiful. lots of tonic. Beautiful. Uh, I could have really done with a Pims. I didn't have any Pims. Um, P-Dubs, what are you drinking? 
You were drinking some, earlier, um, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. I discovered Dunkin' Donuts up the road. Um, uh, I'm just on some apple and blackcurrant squash tonight. Just keeping refreshed. And Ryan, what about you? I have got a blackberry and raspberry bramble gin with uh, lemonade. Ooh, oh, fancy. Very, very fancy. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to surprise you all. Uh, because I haven't got, yeah, I haven't got cherry Pepsi Max tonight. Mainly because um, we've run out. And when I say we've run out, I mean the collective we, the shops have run out. I cannot get cherry Pepsi Max for love nor money. Uh, I believe it's due to noise stoppages. I don't know, but I can't get any. So anyway, I have got a Pepsi Max with some Amaretto. Uh, now there is reason for that. Because I would normally just, you know, either have a beer or maybe just some fizzy pop on its own, but I've got some amaretto. So I've had a, and this is a part of the podcast where people that don't like me, you can skip ahead. Um, I've had a very funny few days. And um, unfortunately, we lost a member of the podcast team over the weekend. Um, oh God, I forgot about Sinead. Sinead, it's not, it's not Sinead. Sinead is still here. She's celebrating her mum's 60th birthday. Happy birthday, Suzanne. Um, and it's not Ripley. It's not Bodyface. Um, but uh, yeah, my beloved dog, tap dancing Flynn, uh, had to cross the Rainbow Bridge on Saturday. We'd gone out for a late birthday meal for me on the Friday and came home to find quite a sick little doggy. And, uh, we had to make the decision to put him down and it has been awful like absolutely awful i really did not know the hole that would be left in the family home without him it's been absolutely awful and for me it's so bizarre because now as i start recording a podcast as soon as i start talking to somebody on a microphone he trots over to me and he taps me until I tickle him. And there's no tap dancing and there's no tapping and there's no tickling. And it's weird. And it's going to take a while for me to get used to that situation. And also it's the first time I've talked about this publicly because I've not talked about mm. this publicly until now. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, <sighs> Dogs are wonderful things. Pets are wonderful things. I can't say the same for cats because I don't like cats, but I know people love cats as well. But you don't realise like what a integral part they can play in your family um, and, until they're not there. And I think it was more shocking because we we didn't see it coming. He'd, he'd been ill once before, but we thought he was over it. But, um, you know, it, it wasn't easy. And, um, yeah. So I've been in a, a, a bit of a blur the last few days. So, um, yeah, he will, live on. Uh, he will live on, obviously, in previous podcasts yeah. when you do hear him tapping and for P-Dubs' oh, benefit especially, um, because it was only last week when we recorded Discover DLP, wasn't it? Yeah. And twice, without you noticing, I had to leave the microphone and let him go out into the garden. <laughs> And I have to uh, fill the gaps when I stop and go, is it that? Not- no, I'm going to have to find something else to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I try and make it as seamless as possible because I don't want to pause. I don't want to, 
interrupt P Dub's talking to say I've got to I've got to rush. So I just try and be as quick as as possible. Um, but yeah, so so that won't be uh, a thing. But and Miss Lee, I know this particularly applies to you because you're yeah. a lovely dog as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, just That's a tough thing. Yeah, and I, and I think because I've not had it happen since I was a kid, it, it more so, you know, yeah. and it's it's hit my wife's really hard because that was yeah. a big support for her when her when her dad died, um, and uh, my daughter's devastated as well. We're all devastated, but you know, it's it's different. You know, it affects people in different ways and 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 what have you. But um, yeah, just just give your dog an extra stroke for me tonight, and uh, yeah. Flynn will always be in my heart and it will always be on previous episodes of this podcast, tapping away, mm. barking at traffic. Um, I just wish, I would just wish I could do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're going through. Yeah, I've same, been there, same. done that. Well, yeah. In fact, I didn't think about that, but yeah, our previous dog, Penny, she was a uh, poppy, she was probably um mentioned at least once or twice she used to just lie by me when i was doing my podcast just like the the current dog does so uh that's like the talking uh, yeah that's like the talking or maybe big disney fans i don't know it could be could be a combination (laughs) um but uh yeah so i yeah I, i needed a forum to 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 say something and um this is all i know nowadays so Thank you for humouring me. Um, And let's go and have a look at what is going on inside the parks. This episode is sponsored by Quicksilver Tours. Look, we all know travelling is the worst part of any vacation, let alone when hitting Orlando. And what do you do when you get to the airport? Magical Express is about to disappear. Free transportation as part of a package deal can be hit or miss. And no one wants to queue up for a long time to get a car hire. And that is where Quicksilver come in. They have a free stop for groceries for airport round trips, a complimentary meet and greet service, as well as luggage assistance. And after a nine hour flight, who couldn't want some help with their luggage? And look, podcasts are always promoting things, right? But how many can vouch for the products or service? Well, we can, because Craig has used Quicksilver on previous trips and will be using them again for his next. And he went with 17 people. So whilst we know there are other good companies out there, we personally know how good Quicksilver are, and we are delighted to welcome them as sponsors. And you know what? We can even sweeten the deal. If you contact Quicksilver Tours for a reservation and mention this podcast, they will even give you a special discount of $5 off for airport round trips. That's off their already reasonable prices. So you've tried the rest, and now try the ones who, in our opinion, are the best by visiting quicksilvertransportation.com today don't wait if you have an upcoming trip book today right so what's been going on guys because as i said i've really not been paying attention in the last few days what have i missed i can i can start yeah i can start if you want me to yeah go for it uh the epcot monorail has finally reopened after Yay! all this time, so monorail, so it's been monorail, closed. monorail. Yeah, it's been closed since since the pandemic last yep. year. Wow, yep. 
Um, so the the main one through the through the hotels has been running, but the the Epcot one has not. Um, and it finally opened this this past weekend, uh, and is up and running again. Mm-hmm. Was it due to Lowell Landley, or was it someone? <laughs> it might well have been, yeah. considering they own that that trademark now. Yes. I'm amazed they've not used it. To be honest, some did, did I share it in the group last year that there was a someone had done like a bootleg Simpsons Disney monorail T-shirt. Someone had worn it in D23, and like, I know, so it wasn't D23. I think, well, it was either D23 or Comic Con, but somebody made this t shirt and wore it to a QA with, um, with the, the writers of The Simpsons, and they loved it so much they actually incorporated it into an episode, like a background character wearing the same t shirt. Um, but it's not a commercially available t shirt because obviously copyright. Um, but yeah, I find it quite quite um strange that considering that that is such an iconic bit of pop culture anyway that they've never tried to capitalize on it yeah. you can't they can't they literally well yeah that, that's it they own everything so they could the last time i rode the monorail uh, was 2019 and i had to keep my own air conditioning unit up above my head because it had fell out the ceiling because you're so tall that you knocked it out of the seat. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting down with one arm above me holding me air conditioning unit in place. Hey, at and least you weren't one. you weren't holding the door closed, as we've seen previously. Well, you had it easy, Craig. Yeah. I would have let it hit you in the head and uh, taken Disney to the cleaners personally. He didn't even uh, have that. He could have held it up with his head. I mean, how much distance must there have been between that air conditioning unit and your head? I mean, there must have been inches. A two hundred dollar gift card winging your way, yeah. <laughs> wow, and of course, uh, P Dubs, as you know, mono means one, and row means row. Yeah, so that's how that's how that makes up. So, um, is it back to usual service? Is it? Yeah, know... it seems like it. I think okay. it's, it's up and running as it should be. I think it kind of coincided with the start of food and wine. Um, oh. To make sure that they could get everybody in the park that wanted to be there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I suppose the show's back to their cars, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I suppose the show's going to be starting again soon, isn't it? Yeah. Or the, or the new show is going to be starting soon. Well, Harmonious came back, didn't they? Yeah. I think. What's um, that? What's that? The, so what's that, the water skis, was Yeah. Yeah. What's that? The sort of jet ski things, I think. Yeah. Yeah, got Forever, I think it's back, isn't it? Yeah, got Forever, yeah. yeah. Harmonious, yeah, right. they think Harmonious is the new one, October. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. October, I think. Yeah. I thought that was a Pixar film. <laughs> it could. It, I mean, that's the thing. It could quite easily be the title of a Pixar film, couldn't it? It's not <sighs> yet, but give it give it time. Be. Corporate synergy. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, Mister D, I know you was quite eager to get in there as well. So, uh, what did you have? Eager's probably stretching it a bit, <laughs> but let's go anyway. Yes. Uh, Mickey's not so scary. Oh, sorry, Mickey's very merry Christmas parties cancelled. Um, however, what? Disney's cancelled Christmas. Disney's cancelled Christmas, they but they've Johnson. replaced it with a more expensive Christmas. Now we don't actually know that yet. So Mickey's the, very Mickey's expensive Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. Mickey's very merry Christmas party is officially cancelled, but it's going to be replaced by an after hours event. 
He starts on the 8th of November, runs through the 21st of December. It's a four-hour event. Pricing has not yet been announced. Probably August, we'll hear about that. Um, it's Disney's Very Merry After Hours thingy majigger. So they didn't call it. They didn't call it Santa Bash. Nah. So we don't know all the details yet. You know, people say literally. It's like a scaled. It sounds like a slightly scaled back version of the Christmas party, a bit like they did with Halloween, really. I mean, they missed so, the obvious, didn't they? They could have just called it, you know, Scrooge's Christmas party. Yeah, I guess. Just had Scrooge McDuck as the the leader, <laughs> not giving out presents. Christmas comes to Duckburg. Yeah. Scrooge's Christmas party. There's a good reason, A, to not, not give out um, treats, and B, to charge a fortune. Exactly. Oh, Disney, you missed a trick. You should be listening to this podcast and getting your ideas from us and paying for money handsomely. So 8th of November, which is about about usual, isn't it? It's early, yeah. either the first or second week of November that these things normally kick off. So That's right. Because it'll be in place for... The holiday season, which obviously Thanksgiving is the end of November, last yep. third third Thursday in November, is it? I think. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, eighth of November sounds about right. Uh, so we'll find out how much it costs. Uh, probably next month. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess you want to figure it's going to be about the same. Because of the same length, you expect it to be the same kind of cost as the the boo bash, right? Yeah, I think so. But, Which was up to a couple of hundred dollars, wasn't it? About two hundred dollars. So the premium the top lights, end. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, has just sold out for all of October, I believe. Yeah. Wow. This is this yeah. is what we say every single time. Yeah, you know, people, you're just teaching Disney to charge us more money for less. Well done. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. This is this is it though. I mean, we obviously had quite a, a heated discussion about what's happening in Disneyland Paris today for fast passes and money and stuff like that. But we've always said it. Disney will charge things. And if they don't sell out, they'll change mm. things. If they do sell out, they'll carry on. And it is what it is. And it's it's obviously clear that people have more money to be able to justify paying extra for these scaled down events. So you, you watch them do Disney. both next year. I reckon they'll do both. What you think they'll, they'll do, be... like a like a, a Halloween party and an yep. extension? The, the thing is, with this year, mm. is they don't have the luxury of all of the international guests being able to be there in a the minute. So I think they've they've sold out, but then they've also they also know that well, there there, there isn't the parks aren't at complete capacity at the minute, so therefore they probably don't need to run that full party event, but. I think you. I think you think you could be right, actually, uh, P. Does. Yeah, I reckon they'll fill in those extra days that they don't normally have a party with the after-hours stuff. Mm. Yeah. Isn't, isn't well. it weird though that they don't? I mean, that's a ticketed event at Magic Kingdom, and obviously that's a flagship. But why not do a, a different ticketed event at Epcot and a different ticketed? You know, spread it out a bit. They've tried it, haven't they? They used to have one head of. Villains thing in the studios, I think, didn't they? After hours, yeah, yeah. They had it for a couple of only a couple of nights, yeah. and again, it sold out, and it was a bit more premium. But yeah. I think Craig's onto something. I mean, mm. this is obviously a good way for Disney to make a load of money. 
you know, take I mean, how I feel or how, you know, some people might feel about it, which is not that you should encourage this stuff, but, but this is a business. This is- this is the model though going forward you've got your you've got your theme parks on the ground level right they're real and tangible and people can just pay and go in but there's now this next level up which is all based on the, the based on them theme parks but it's all paid for events it's all extra yeah. and that's because the, they can't afford to just go and plonk another fifth gate they can but they're not going to because this way they can keep using the four parks that they've got effectively they've te- almost got eight parks haven't they when you think about it mm-hmm. if if they were to put extra ticketed events at every theme park which they could easily do here's a question craig go on because of what you just said so obviously we're not going to talk about it here because it's the wrong podcast but um, you know, Epic Universe construction has restarted. We know that project is is uh, alive again. Um, and we don't know, you know, we don't have an open date for it yet, but we know it's going to be uh, at some point in the next five years, I guess. Um, do you think that if that, um, if that takes off or if Disney start getting a bit itchy as it's getting constructed, do you think they would actually try and build a fifth gate on property? You've definitely got space for it. They've um, got absolutely acres and acres of land to build another yeah. one. I mean, this this is the thing, like people say, oh, Walt had turn in his grave. Walt basically bought half of Orlando to make money. He didn't buy it to plant orange trees. <laughs> he Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Disneyland wasn't big enough for him. He, he was yeah, landlocked. But, but he, yeah, he bought it to create a buffer load, didn't he? So yeah. that, well, some buffer you know, nothing else made. could move in. Yeah, yeah. like it did on The other thing, didn't. it was the hotel, wasn't it? That that was the main yeah. kicker for him. It was it was the fact that he couldn't stop hotels being built around Disney, and yeah. he wasn't <laughs> getting a slice of the profit. Well, the sleazy motels that they were building yeah, not, fifty yeah, yards away was, from the entrance. <laughs> yeah, so so B Dabs is right. It was it was sort of lower class hotels, which wasn't what he was going after, but it also landlocked Disneyland, and it still is, to some extent, landlocked. Also, so he, couldn't, he couldn't expand. His plan was to build Epcot as as an actual working city. Yeah, that's right. Proper yeah. city. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Which, which would have taken up a huge to, amount of space. To help. Yeah, it was only to help fund it. Yeah. Anyway, at the risk of dipping into the debate that we had last week again, did you see the news that the Swan and Dolphin hotels will be also classified as deluxes and will get the extra late magic hours in line with the deluxe resorts and the DVC resorts? Well, Ooh. only because paid up, so you can <laughs> you can wait in here if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm quite happy because I'm booked in for two nights at the Dolphin. In October, if we get there, um, wasn't That's expecting that at all. Um, so we obviously we expected to get the the early ones for yeah. for that bit of the trip, but then originally they weren't included mm-hmm. when they announced it. It wasn't the, the Swan and Dolphin weren't part of the original announcement, so it was like, oh, maybe they're they're just not going to get included on this. But mm-hmm. then I read an article and they said, oh, they're still working on the deal. Yeah. what the swan and dolphin are going to pay for and then it came out that they actually had paid for both yeah so, so then, is, result, 
all I was going to ask is them two hotels. I've ne- I've walked through them um, briefly, going to play some crazy golf when I'm at the beach club, and they look majestic. Are they a deluxe level? And do they get all the others? Did they get the sixty day fast passes and stuff like that? I believe they get everything that you you normally get with a Disney booking. I believe they're classed as moderate. Ah, uh, right, okay. Normally, which is why this but, this is whole all kicked up because they don't normally get included in the deluxe stuff. But they do have some pretty upscale restaurants in yeah. there, yeah. which would align them more with the deluxes. I was trying to I was trying to look at prices, but they didn't come up on the couple of searches I did on the Disney website. I'm sure I could find them somewhere else. But I just yeah. wanted to see how they compared from a price point of view. Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of middling for a, a moderate resort, if I remember mm. rightly. As I've said before, we paid with Tesco vouchers for yeah. our two nights. Um, so I'm not quite sure how much we paid for it. But um, yeah, I think it was around the middle ground of uh, the moderates. Mm. So that, that could make them more popular. Yeah, you know, if you're getting if you're getting the extra magic hours at night, we don't know how long that's going to be or how often it's going to be yet. But if you're getting that, it's a it's a perk, and the location's good. You're right by Epcot. Yeah. It certainly is another little um, reason to think about them. Yeah. So, what is the, what is the deal with the Swan and Dolphin? Because it's not a Disney hotel, but is it just an agreed partnership? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Who are they run by? I did say, and I can't remember who it was. Yeah, uh, I should know that. It was a group. Um, Marriott. It's not Marriott. Is no, it? I don't think so. Oh, it might actually be. I didn't think it was. Now you said said that. I I'm think just, it might uh, be. Googling it. Blimey, we're gonna. We're actually no. gonna say something factually on this podcast. Well, we haven't on? got the answer yet. I might be totally wrong, but. Yeah. Uh, I read it. It's Tishman. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's that. Remember that book, Mouse Trapped. Yes. That was um, a girl who did the college program, and she wrote about a year working there. Quite a good little book. She was at Mouse Meets, the first ever Mouse Meets. She flew in from Ireland, did a talk, and then flew back to Ireland all in one day, boss. So, so the answer that I'm getting, I'm getting is that they're actually owned by Tishman. Bless you. But they're but they're run by Marriott (laughs) International. They're managed by Marriott because they all wear the cast member uniforms and stuff, don't they? And they all have Disney badges and that as well. Yeah, they're all they're all trying. That that's what it is. They they they've got all the full training. They've got access to to that. Uh, and I, I believe Disney paid for them. They, they built them and then yeah. sold them off to be run by someone else. Yeah, they, they leased them to Tishman. Yeah, right. And then, and then, um, Marriott International operates them under the Western Hotels brand. Man, hotel. So, as if that wasn't complicated enough. Honestly, hotel um, operations is such a weird thing when you. If you ever go down that rabbit hole of of who owns what, if you really want to go down a rabbit hole, look at uh, the hotel situation in Vegas. That is an absolute mess. It's Sorry, quite incredible. I've got a correction. Tishman and MetLife own the buildings. Erection. 
But yeah, but they've got a 99-year lease on the land from Disney. So Disney owns the land, Tishman and MetLife own the building, and they're run by Marriott International. I think MetLife, I think they're a a financial institution, Mm. which would make sense because they do get involved in a lot of hotel things. So actually, really, it's a very odd kind of DVC. Yeah. If they've got a lease. Uh, Well, yeah. Sort of, kind of. Yeah. Not really. But yeah, certainly a complicated arrangement. Well, it is. It's DVC. It's just that, that the DVC has has one DVC owner and they own everything. Yeah. So they don't You'll because c- it's sorted out yeah, by it's, it's six different companies. Hotel. It's got it's got no no DVC. Yeah, I know I know what you're saying, but yeah. it's got no DVC component. I don't want to confuse people oh, by yeah, thinking yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, a DVC yeah, yeah, component. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Talk, I'm talking just by the nature of the uh, the deal implemented is oh, yeah. very DVC light, but it's not DVC at all. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Got a nice lobby though, and I believe the food and wine festival they do there is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, we just miss it when we're staying there. It finishes oh. the day before we go. Jesus, so we're going to be at right? Universal. It's almost impossible for anyone to move to miss a food and wine festival at the moment. Because they're on for so bloody long. Yeah. yeah, that's only on for a couple of days, though. It's not yeah. on for very long at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And Epcot, I think there's only thirty days this year where there isn't a festival on. And it's literally just to change the names on the booths. Yeah. Well, it's all just Velcro. So, first, well, food and wine festivals kicked off now, and and yep. they've announced yep. festival of the holidays. But what they haven't said is whether the candlelight procession is coming back yet. Yeah, I think that's it's, in it. It's hanging, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough. Is it? Is it back the... in? Because Di- Disneyland's Christmas celebration is virtually normal, isn't it? Yeah, everything's pretty much back to normal at, at Disneyland now. Even the candlelight processional over there is that back? But they only they only do it for one night. Ah, at Disneyland. One night. I didn't know that's that. it. Yeah. Wow. How do you get tickets for that then? Do you have to camp out? I, I literally think it is just done on the ground. I think it's on the, the like the front of the, the train station. So as you're coming out, it's done up on the balcony. Oh, so so literally, yeah. So um yeah, it's it's literally just a one off every year. Who is it this year? Is it Josh Tomorrow? Um outside <laughs> through his thousands of swooning fans. It's probably Neil Patrick Harris. It normally is. Yeah, to be you fair, just I've, got, I've, not, in. I've not got a bad word to say about um, Neil Patrick Harris. Hey, going back to the fifth gate, maybe they call it Tomorrowland. There you go. On form tonight, lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that form is bad. Um, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan um, did you have uh, something that had caught your eye? Yeah, the, the, the main thing actually is that um, Trader Sam's is open as of today, but it's currently sitting at a five-hour wait. Oh, oh. Yeah. Which <laughs> Trader Sam's is this the one in Walt Disney this World? Is, this is the one in the poly, yeah. Wow. Five uh, hours. That is, that's five a hours. small space, that, isn't it, as well? It is. Yeah. It is, and they, from what I can understand, they are encouraging parties to 
mix on different table on the same tables and social distancing is completely gone um so oh, wow. it's five hours and ev everyone i'm seeing outside has got a um camera ready to go i think basically it's just every vlogger in orlando yeah it's there. a vlog fest every vlogger is nice and a pint of bud light they're all in each other's vlogs they'll have to give each other sort of copyright yeah. permission or whatever yeah it'll be a mess it'll be a legal mess it'll be a nightmare that. Yeah. Well, tim tack has just ordered some wings everyone who's sharing with tim <laughs> It's, Adam uh, it's, the Woo wants a spring roll quick. And we're right allowed in there. Um it's it's weird, isn't it, actually, Ryan? You kind of mentioned that and about the the lack of control because of course, as we record this episode, it is uh in England free dumb day. Yeah. The day when all the dumb people are allowed to do um free themselves from whatever they weren't allowed to do yesterday. So oh, did you see the clubs? Did exciting. you see the clubs? I did not see the clubs, oh but I goodness. heard them talking about the clubs. I've seen oh, no no footage. Was it bad? It, it, honestly, is, it made me feel sick. It made me feel sick. Well, this this is the problem. This is the <laughs> That's problem. That's because you're right? old now. Yeah. Well, there is I'm still that. clubbing age as well. Oh, you clubbing really? age? You ain't Aladdin. Really? Um, look, it, he, here's my take on the whole thing. Um, not that anyone asked, but the problem is, is that we as a country are getting very mixed messages, which let's be honest, is not exactly that dissimilar to our friends over the pond because, you know, states have also got a load of mixed messages going on. Um, and frankly, if they don't want people to do something, they shouldn't allow them to do it. And the fact that is that they are allowing people to do stuff and so they will go and do it. No, I um, agree. You know, I if, on the one hand, I, I think it's, um, it, it's the wrong thing to do and I think it's the wrong attitude to have. But on the other side of of the coin you know they've been allowed to do it they're not doing anything wrong um and they've not been able to do it for so long when they probably could have done it in more controlled ways before now and had they organized things better then we probably wouldn't be in the situation that we we are now faced our, ourselves in so um it's interesting that um that uh, it's getting more lax in florida as well because i believe uh, something I saw last week suggested that they are going through another wave. Cases are skyrocketing well, in, in Florida. Ca yeah. California have done a U turn on the on mass. Um, well, Los California. Angeles have. Yeah. yeah. So far, I, it's, only, it's only LA County that have changed their, their yeah. tune at the moment. There's also been calls in Florida for the same thing. Orange County, Orange County Mayor has asked businesses to require masks, but the problem is, um, DeSantis, who is the governor, um, for those listening who don't, who might not know, he's basically said no. So I don't think that there'll be a new turn. Disney may change their minds, Universal may change their minds, but Universal have already done theirs. I Universal were the first in, in Hollywood, yeah. They've already oh, so we're talking Orlando though. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've not changed yeah. talking Orlando as yet. Not yet, I don't think. No. Yeah, they've uh, they've because they've they've announced that change going forward to Halloween Horror Nights, haven't they? As Michael Jackson once said, "Make that change." Oh, I thought he was going to talk, talk about someone boiling a monkey's butt or something. <laughs> also possible, I suppose. Um, yeah, it, it's it, it's interesting. Um, I mean, we are obviously still. You know, chomping it a bit to be allowed to to go to America, and some of us have holidays booked and others don't. 
Um, and it's 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 a strange situation because on and again, <laughs> the two sides of the coin analogy. On the one hand, of course, I'd love to be able to travel wherever I want to again and go and visit those parks. On the other hand, slightly scared that with what they're allowing to happen in those places, that um, it's not going to make everything worse. So it's um, it, it's a tough situation, but I just wish in general. Orlando was taking it a bit more seriously than than they are. And I know it's not necessarily the people's fault because you, I suppose you are governed by leadership to an extent. I mean, you are free to make your own choices, but um, you also sometimes have to be told what to do. And if you've got somebody that is as carefree as, as uh, Santos is, then you're not going to do it, are you? So... Yeah, strange, strange times. I've got one other bit of news. You're pregnant. Um, uh, well, in lockdown, I kind of look at it, but... <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> um, the new Coco scene has um, made its debut in Philharmagic. Mm. But only in Disneyland Paris and Disneyland. They are, of course, waiting to for the 50th anniversary of Disney World to include it even though it's rolled out in two other parks. It's it's a little bit odd, isn't it? If you're going to roll it out to the other versions, why wait? Especially when, let's be honest, no one is going to be running to Filler Magic first thing in the morning because there's a new scene in it. No, they want to trade Sam's. Yeah. Come on, Craig. You can't, you can't pretend that you would be. I mean, Not us. Not normal people, but you know... <laughs> There's about 20 vloggers will be in there day one. Oh, there's some yeah. psycho Coco fan out there that's that's yeah. there every morning to do it yeah. 10 times in a row. It's, it's lovely that it's being updated, but yeah. I'm not losing any sleep over it. That's it. I'm not I can't, you know, I'll be excited to go and see it probably in Paris will be the next chance I get to see it. Um and I will go and see it, but it wouldn't drag me to see Filler Magic. It would just be something I'd probably go and see. Filler magic is a nice sit down, isn't it? It is I, great, yeah. I've I've always enjoyed it, and my kids have have enjoyed it. Um, but it, 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 I'm glad it's got a refresh because it was and is a bit dated. What what I don't understand about this, right, is why roll it out at Disneyland, Disneyland Paris? Why not wait until October the first in Disney World when the to launch it as on the fiftieth, launch it in the other parks on the same day, but then also. It fits better when, for when Coco is actually set. Yes, that's the that's the thing. It's just a very strange to release it in two parks, completely outside of the Halloween season, and then roll it out at Disney World as part of the fiftieth. When, okay, not many people would have been able to see it in one of the other parks, but a fair chunk. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't. I don't understand the logic with that at all. And and because of the time difference, Disneyland Paris actually showed it first. Yep. By a few hours. So very, very strange. I mean, if you it's a bit like with um with Star Tours when they were releasing new scenes because of the films coming out. They were released in the parks all at the same time. Or, you know, as soon as the film premiered in that country. So there might have been a day or two difference. But there's absolutely no reason for them not to have just released it now. Or, Ryan, like you say, 
release it nearer the time of, of when it's actually, um, you know, Coco time. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Different Coco. P dabs out at any time. Only if he's got the milk in. <sighs> hey, look, if there's any consolation, Pete, I was like, I was talking to Craig the other day and he was drinking a glass of milk and I did mock him as well. Yeah, he, yeah, he, wasn't doing it on a po- he just wasn't doing it on a podcast. <laughs> no. Did you have some cookies to dunk into it as well? Uh, no, just, sure. just dunking donuts. <laughs> oh, God, oh, look, unless, we, unless we're getting sponsored, all right, no, that's, that's, that's enough references for one episode. Donuts are available in other stores, just yeah. so everybody knows. <laughs> That said, though, P-Dubs, as you, as you go there tomorrow to get yet another one, you could just mention that there's a UK podcast that wouldn't mind being sponsored by a okay. donut company. Okay, I'll, I'll mention it. Yeah, and Give Tim Hortons, if you're listening. <laughs> Krispy Kreme, don't bother. Your <laughs> donuts, donuts are you want it, if you, yeah, if, if donuts, if you want to open one in Worthing, that'd be great. But actually, all jokes aside... Um, I've got a local spa and they've just started selling Dunkin' Donuts as well, but only in boxes. It's a very weird arrangement. I haven't bought Do you have to get in the box as well? Um, I haven't asked. They're quite small. I I definitely wouldn't fit in one at the moment, but uh, it's worth asking, I suppose. Um, Was there any other news that we have from the parks we've missed out on so far? Yeah, I've got another bit. Um, beginning on July the 12th, so just uh, a few days ago. Best day um, ever, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the uh, lobby for All-Star Movies Resort has gone into refurb um, until middle of October. Uh, uh, you're doing um, windows, it? Well, yeah, it seems like it. They're, they're keeping the um, food court and the gift shop open during the refurbishment. <sighs> But all the check-in area is being closed down. So I don't know where you're meant to be checking in at the moment. And it's Mm. the only All-Stars that's actually open out of the three of them at the moment. So Port a cabin in the car park. (laughs) Yeah. Ways the way. Kind of like Caribbean Beach used to be when the the check-in was miles away from any of the rooms. It used to be be in a tiny little uh, lobby all by itself. There is a lot of virtual checking now going on, though, isn't yeah. there? Especially for the Americans. Yeah. They're probably all just playing solitaire or whatever. In the... Ryan, Ryan used the virtual check-in last time, I'm pretty sure, didn't you, Ryan? Uh, yeah. 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 Literally the... just go to your room. Just... I've got the option to do it um, for August. I mean, not that I think August is happening, but... Well, um... ha- well hang on, hang on. August is happening. So I can, I can, I've got a calendar there on the wall that's still got August in it. Guys, guys, as far as I'm concerned, August isn't happening. I'm not going to Disney. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the, that's the sad part, that that is a possibility. I mean, who knows with our crazy government? But uh... Well, the international papers are calling us Plague Island. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you yeah. know, beats Tracy Island, I suppose. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Ryan. Right, dead nation. Because I was talking, I was talking to Craigifer about this recently. So the official ruling, because America is an ambulance country, is that mm. we can fly, and of course now they change the rules. On the way back, you wouldn't have to quarantine. They That's just won't let us in. They won't let us in, though. <laughs> Why won't they let us in? 
because we're banned. That, that, we're yeah, there's banned. an executive there's an executive order on all of Europe, including the UK, that is no one's allowed in still. Flights are still flying. That yeah, but that's for like biz, business. Quote, well, you've, you've got to have you've got to have a reason. But I've got family going in three weeks, and they're definitely going. Just have a reason, Ryan. Yeah, I, I don't. Mean, I don't think. I don't think it's as bad as we think it is. I think the airlines are playing more of a part in that situation, and possibly different parts of America are a bit more lax on it. I don't know because my family aren't going to Orlando, but. Um, well, I, I know that the executive order is still in play. It's being discussed at the minute. It and they raised be... us to red level today as well. Yeah. Ooh. They've changed the light bulb. So there's there's that. And also Virgin, BA, BA not, not included in this, but Virgin have cancelled all flights to Orlando until at least September. Hmm. I'm currently flying BA, but honestly, given everything happening in the UK at the minute, even if the US opens to Europe, I don't think the UK will be included. Mm. Possible. And they said it's not due to the amount of cases COVID. we've got. It's the, it, no, it is. It's COVID, but it's the it's the variants that we've got here. We've got so many different variants floating around that they've just gone. Well, that they haven't got the same variants though. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely have. Like Delta, I think, just overtook the North standard variant in the states to be the predominant. Apparently, there's a, a Liverpool variant knocking around now. That's just you, Craig. That'll have the freaking pennies off, off your eyes, that one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, are we not all watching Loki to discuss later in the show? I mean, the whole world yeah. is going very mad right now. That is true. I think I think it's paying attention. Um, one thing that I wanted to bring up because did I didn't know well. <laughs> Well, you're 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 pretty spot on, Craig. Actually, oh, because it does involve dinner. Um, is that I saw our dear friend, Mister Pete Verner. I don't think that's how you pronounce it, but it's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, I saw him talk about the wave closing mm-hmm. over at the yeah. Uh, contempt. Yeah, for refurb. Yeah, bit of refurb. Yeah. Is it a yeah. refurb or are they retheming it? Because it seemed to suggest that it might not be reopening as the wave. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me because the whole hotel's being rethemed. It might be reopening as a hoo-hoo. <laughs> not, not in Credit Cafe or something. Um, yeah, that's pro- that's the likelihood, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't do that. The wave was a unique experience. It it was boss having a whiskey in there last time. Well, the, the other thing to note about that is that breakfast that was served in the wave is now being served at the California Grill. Mm-hmm. That's got a good deal, really. Yeah. Was it twenty four dollars for breakfast? Well, but you're getting the surroundings of the California Grill. Yeah, but I also it's a good deal. Also, does that not mean that you could go and use the California Grill's facilities for the fireworks? I don't know yeah. if you keep your receipt for dinner, you can certainly get in. Well, that's what I mean. Like, um, I mean, it was only open for well, dinner the, before, so. Yeah. It just had to be you had to have a receipt. So if you had your dinner at five o'clock, you could go back for yeah. the fireworks at nine and just show you a receipt and they'll let you back in. So if if they would let you do that, yeah. that's a, another good reason to, you know, have your sure. breakfast at the Cali. Yeah. Yeah. If, it, if you can get away with it, yeah. Why not? 
just just um do the old water trick you know get just get a little splash of water just rub it over the time yeah yeah you know keep the date there just just rub off the time they'll they'll never know i mean sure it will say breakfast but you know who pays attention to uh the food items no one cares good what but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I thought that was interesting. I know Pete was a bit disappointed about it, so I thought I would mention it on here for any other fans of the wave. Or as Craig calls it, there you go. Big summer blowout. Um, any other part news, or are we good to have a look at what's going on outside? Go for um, it. Good. Yeah, good part news, yeah. Okay, let's have a look at what's going on outside of the parks. This podcast is sponsored by the Castle Club Boutique. The Castle Club Boutique is a small Etsy store creating Disney-inspired classic fashion tees plus personalised family trip tees inspired by the Disney parts and your favourite classic Disney films. They also stock accessories, children's wear and most recently home decor. Do you have a family trip or special occasion coming up? Let them help you design a perfect custom tee to mark your event by emailing sales at castleclubboutique.com. They ship free to the UK and also worldwide for a small fee. You can find their store on Etsy or follow on Instagram at the Castle Club Boutique. And if you quote Disney Parks, you'll receive 10% off your order at the checkout. So show the Castle Club Boutique some love and we thank them for supporting this podcast. Lads. Lads, lads, lads. Because lads. I just noticed that. Um... Where do we want to start? Do we want to start with some Marvel TV? Do we want to start some Marvel films? Do we want to talk about Disney films? Um, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? I don't know, but it's, I think there's a fair bit there to start off with. Should we start with the the Loki finale? Yes, let's keep it Loki. That's a good idea, Brian. <laughs> too many spoilers. Um, yeah. So, I, I, have we all are we all up to date? Have we all seen the finale of Loki? Yes. Yep. yep. Mr. D. Yep. Yep. Okay. Good. Oh. Um, now I've been tracking it. <laughs> yeah. Let's not keep it. Let's not go into too much of, of spoiler territory. But um, I've got to say, in terms of consistency, I would say that Loki has been my favourite of the Marvel. TV series so far, I would I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm not saying what... it was perfect, but in in terms of it being consistently good, it didn't feel it fluctuated quite as much as some of the other Marvel shows. Didn't seem like it went on. I know it was only six episodes. That does, that's I a mean... big help. <laughs> I mean, in the context of the inside the series, it didn't appear to be months and months and months. It, it might have been a couple of days, maybe. Do you know it, what I mean? It's possible. It was hours. Yeah. It if might you, have if been... you think about it like that. It, it was just, yeah, it was strange. Yeah. Um, wh- wh- what did you guys think? I loved it. Um... It's obviously, I mean, the end and burn me head out a little bit, but it's Planet of the Apes, um, modern version or not modern version now. Um, where you call, you know, so he, he's my understanding is he's in a different timeline now or he's in a different universe. Uh, well, timeline, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But is it, if that's the multiverse opening up, is it not another universe? See, do you know what I mean? That's where yeah. my head gets battered. So yeah, every timeline variation would create a whole new universe. So is it a universe where Thanos now, where Thanos didn't do the click? It just, in, in it just the, burns in, me head out. In theory, yes. Yeah, so, because we've multiple So for every, versions, de- every yeah. decision we make creates another universe. If I move my left arm, that's the the right arm but, universe doesn't happen. Or I mean, I, I, this is the this is the thing, right? In theory, we could we could see Robert Downey Jr. come back in a future film from a different timeline, no problem. Now, do I think that's going to happen? Well, if he has, if he makes another two films that are as bad as Doolittle, then probably yeah. Well, have you seen what he's just done on the Twitters? No. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's just unfollowed all. Oh, his... I did see that. Yeah. All the cast members, all his t- teammates, all the Avengers, basically. What's that about? What is it, that about? He's living is in that... a timeline where he never appeared in a, in a Marvel film. That's what I mean. Is is that is that like fourth wall? Is is something? Is there more to that than meets the eye? It was definitely strange. Um, and it had a lot of people coming to a lot of conclusions. It's definitely an odd move. You know, Mike Aiello can't scratch his arse, can he, on Twitter without it being a hint for Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> is that oh. a pepperoni pizza? Is that, is that the bum house? Yeah, the bum house. confirmed. Um, yeah, I know, I, know, I know what you mean. I, I, I don't know, Downey Jr.'s not got a, a, a history of, of things like that affecting things, but Maybe, you know, as I said, it was an odd move. Um, it's also strange that it happened at the time that they released the trailer for What If that he isn't in. Yeah, but that was his choice. We think well, it was his choice. Oh, why are they not going to ask him back? Because of how much he earns. Oh. For a, there's no way they're going to pay Feige, him what he... Feige just needs to go into an old pair of pants. And find the money to pay Danny Junior. He's got enough of it. I'm not. I'm not having that. Be fair. He's not following anyone on Twitter anymore. So it's not like he just unfollowed the Marvel pe- people. It's everyone. He doesn't follow a single person. He follows me. Oh, well, that's, that's what. That's what he told well, me. I don't know what, what timeline you're living in, mate. <laughs> Good point. Good point. But in, a t- but in one timeline, he probably does. Uh, I'm um, sure in one. I'm sure in one timeline, he does. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at the same time, Pete, I was, he's not the only uh, Marvel actor to not reprise his role, is he? No. There's a no. few. Yeah, there was a couple of strange ones. A couple that I, under- I understand. IDJ. I understand Chris Evans. Uh, Benedict's always busy. He's missing as well. Um, also, he's so I believe- busy. I believe in his episode, he had to say the word penguin. So, <laughs> and pose as an otter. I hope so. Um, the one that I found really strange was Benicio del Toro not coming back. Yeah, because that's really theme, bizarre. He's literally in a theme park ride, isn't he? Yeah. So, well, and he and he and he came back for Endgame. No, yeah, Infinity. Oh. One of the one, one of, of the them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, I, yeah, I find that strange. Originally, they said that Seth Green wasn't playing Howard the Duck, but he's since confirmed that he is back as Howard. Damn right. Um, yeah, which that was even more bizarre if he hadn't have been in it because that's literally all he all he does for a living these days is voiceover work. I was like, he's literally in the studio. All they would have needed him for was about an hour. So yeah. it was a bizarre, would have been a really bizarre choice if he if he hadn't have been in it. Yeah, and obviously it's uh, got the last um, the last credit for um, Chadwick Chadwick Boseman as Star Lord. Um, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is Michael B. Jordan in it? Yes, I believe so. It sounded like him. Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't too sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we should read too, too much into the Robert Downey Jr. thing. But maybe, maybe he has a, a falling out. But it'll be interesting to see repercussions from that. But none of this stuff lasts long in Hollywood. Um. But yeah, so so Loki, we got as well confirmation of a season two, which, to be completely honest, was a bit of an open secret, wasn't it? I think we were all yeah. discussing that before this series had, had rolled out, that they were discussing a follow-up, which they hadn't necessarily done with the other Marvel shows. I feel, though, what we didn't know, and I don't know if it has been, I think it's been confirmed now, is that Loki is going to be in Multiverse of Madness. They uh, still haven't confirmed it, but it's it was Hollywood the, Reporter that reported it, so it's pretty much a given. Yeah, it's looking likely, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think it's. I mean, I don't know, but I'm because obviously he's going to pop up in Thor as well. Oh, apparently um, he's not. He's not. Oh. Now. No, he's not in it at all. Oh, I was going to say in that case, it, what I was going to say before you've just ruined my dreams is that he's probably done what a lot of the Marvel actors have done, which is just filmed a load of content and they don't know where it's going to show up. I th- I think they'll save that their reunion for a few a couple of movies down the line, mm. like the next, um, the equivalent Avengers movie. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we got introduced to a, uh, a new villain who has been confirmed to appear in at least one upcoming Marvel film, but it's... I think given that we'll see him appear as the equivalent of the new Thanos in that he'll make multiple appearances in films. Um, which as different variants, I would assume. As different variants, well. yes. Yeah. Um, because the one we saw in this was not the one that we was expecting to see. So, um, yeah, I think it was good. Um, I love the fact that Miss Minutes appeared to scare a load of people. <laughs> which... I found utterly bizarre, but apparently that was a thing. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it it um, it told a good story. I would have liked it to have been a little bit more what the trailers portrayed, which is I thought it was going to be Loki kind of traveling through time, solving things, and not just yeah. story. But we've got uh, you know at least another season to come, so who knows what that one's going to be about? But. Uh, it is definitely the Marvel show that I was hoping would we'd see more of, and we got an immediate confirmation that we would do. So, in that regard, I was I was happy, um, and I think everyone did a good job. I liked all the characters. Tom Hiddleston, he just loves Loki, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, I mean, right, yes, yeah, it's got to be one of his favorite things to do. He just seems to have so much fun doing it, and it shows. That's the thing, you know, how often have you watched things with actors in and you you 
feel like they're phoning it in. You never feel that with him in Loki or as Loki, you know. So, um, yeah. Of course, uh, Miss Minutes is played by Tara Strong, who mm. voices a lot of animated characters. <laughs> I mean, where do you even start? Um, but yeah, <laughs> she's, uh, she's, she's oh. the female Seth Green. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Harley Quinn, Timmy Turner, and Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls are probably and and Raven, of course, from Teen Titans, are probably the most popular ones. I forget she does Raven in Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, she was the originator of Harley Quinn. Yep, and it's still the one that everyone tries to ape when uh, when doing her in various media. But uh, yeah good show really really happy with it and excited to see what happens next the only thing i'm disappointed about is they haven't announced a like behind the scenes which we didn't get with falcon winter soldier either did we no we only got with one division and i wonder if that's possibly to do with covid yeah and we're getting a mandalorian one aren't we yeah we are getting a new mandalorian one but it seems to just be around the last episode yeah, it's just one episode, I think. But it seemed, but the focus seems to be on that last episode, and that's it. So rather than the uh, all the episodes we got for the first series of the, of that, we're just getting one now about that final episode of season two. So and we did have we one that one covered. We two, did, right? yeah, we it covered the whole season. This is literally, I oh, think, okay. this is basically just diving into how they created Luke, right? Yeah, more yeah, than anything, just the Luke stuff. Yeah. Okay. And there's that new. Um, Disney Parks show coming next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. But they're only releasing half the season. Is that right? I read That's annoying. five episodes or something. You're the half's premium access. <laughs> Pay yes. fast pass. Well, unless you're a DVC owner, get it for free. Get it for free. Uh, well, look, speaking of premium access, we did, of course, get a, a Marvel film released in the cinemas, which seems like a real novelty nowadays to get a film at the cinema, um, but also available on premium access. And the, the penultimate one, if uh, Disney are true to their word, uh, we saw the release of Black Widow, which, again, I think a few of us have seen. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Not me, well. not yet. Yeah. Again, well, you're okay, Mr. We won't go into spoiler territories, but uh, look, I, I've i recorded an episode of, of Walking Movies, um, the self-indulgent podcast, and uh, I've, I've had my say on it. So, uh, Ryan, what do you think of Black Widow? I I liked it, actually. I did, I went, but I went into it thinking that it was... I wasn't going to, but it was... They, they definitely, it was like a, a blend of Born, Bond, and Mission Impossible, which yeah. I thought was quite, I, I quite enjoyed it for what it was. Um, David Harbour, for me, one of the standouts. I really enjoyed his character um, throughout the film. But yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it. I don't think I had a stand out. I'm guessing I had a stand in. Oh, so there I'm was, assuming yeah. that's the, the opposite of a standout person. It was, yeah. I think we're probably t- going to be talking about the same person. So, I'll, I'll... well, Ryan, here are the latest thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, the floating Awful. head of gambling returned to acting. 
uh, in Black Widow with another of his gloriously unusual, I don't know where I'm supposed to be from accents, which uh, reminiscent of Michael Fassbender in um, X-Men First Class, he would change accent mid-sentence. It was it was very very bizarre watching him in this film. I was really excited when they popped up. I was like, "Oh God, it's Ray Winston! I haven't seen him in ages." And then I was like, "Oh God, he's doing accents." He's quite menacing to start with, and then mm. and then he speaks, and you're like, "Huh." He really should have given Black Widow Walter a chance for survival as well. Um, yeah, he was he was a a low point. I just don't think he had the chops to do it i wish they'd have done gone down like the tim roth route of just making up a backstory as to why he doesn't have the accent he should do um yeah because if you can't do it just don't don't bother yeah i I just no i i agree i think that was was my main disappointment with the film but i thought everyone else was great i mean obviously you said david harbour um rachel vice i thought did a really good job um Mm. And Florence Pugh always does a good job. Um, and I'm excited to see what becomes of her character because, you know, it was quite obvious going into this film that we would not, this would not be like a one and done for her. I don't know about everyone else. I'm not sure if we'll see them again. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think she's a cracking actress. I think she um, had some great comedy moments in this as well. I loved her thing about the pose well that was great yeah um but yeah I mean, i'm excited where it, it kind of goes next but i i echo what you say in that it wasn't a traditional marvel film in that because black widow doesn't have superpowers really you didn't get the things that you would normally see what you expect in the marvel film its closest rivals probably winter soldier because that was of a yeah. similar kind of vein um he- it even started like, and this isn't spoiling it, but it even started like a Bond movie with the with a bit of bit of the movie and then the credits. Yeah, when she uh, when she walked down the uh, the view of a gun and pointed her arms at the camera and shot the cameraman, that was that was very bad. <laughs> um, There's even a scene in it where she's watching Moonraker. Not only that, but also uh, knowing the words to it, which. Uh, I mean that's dedication. That's that's, that's a, impressive. That's a hard impressive. Bond film to to watch over and over again. I was going to say impressive for one of the worst Bond films ever made. Yeah. That was my Bond film of choice when I was little. Yeah, but you didn't have any choice when you was little. That's the point. Exactly. You just have one Bond one Bond film on on uh, video, is it? <laughs> yeah. That's like why I love View to a Kill. It was the only Bond film I had. <laughs> it's not a good Bond film. Girls, Deadly Butterflies, um, P Dubs. Obviously, yep. you have a podcast where you uh, dedicate yourself to talking about such things. Yes. So, uh, what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was pretty average. Uh, as you said, it's not your usual Marvel film. I think it suffered with the lack of consequences because we all know what was coming. Um and yeah, but for me, it, it was one of the more personal Marvel movies, probably the most personal one since the first Iron Man, the way it's just concentrated yeah. on that character. Um, whereas a lot of the other ones, we've come accustomed to having cameos with another Avenger in it or or something like that. Um, and yeah, it is one of the more personal. I think it, it did just struggle um, with that 
that side of things where we knew where it was going to end. Um, and the only other thing, as you say, Ray Winston was absolutely bloody awful. And um, their Russian accents were also dreadful. And I wonder how long it will be before they scrap them, like they did with Wanda. Yeah, yeah. Because Black Widow didn't start with a, an accent, did she? No. Um, but, as you say, uh, Wanda did, and then it was very quickly dropped straight afterwards in a yeah. strange twist of fate. Yeah. Um, I, I actually didn't think their accents were that bad at all. I thought they... I think the only one that struggled was was uh, Ray Winston, but um, yeah, the only the only thing, and although you might be able to fill in a few gaps here, um, was the the villain of Taskmaster, who again, it's not a spoiler because it was all in the trailers and, and whatnot. But um, I, I don't feel, in my limited knowledge of Taskmaster, that they did a particularly good job with the character. No, uh, no Josh, over, Josh over on Biff Palbam, uh, we recorded last last night our review that's coming out later on in the week, and he absolutely ripped it to shreds. Um, having said that they've done some great versions of it over the years, and they've done some not-so-great versions, um, this being on the lower end. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the thoughts are that hopefully there might be a... Uh, Mandarin-like reboot somewhere along the line. Well, for me, I uh, I, don't, I think Greg Davis takes some beating. Reggie Watts just wasn't a good choice for Taskmaster. But, uh, I mean, Ryan, you might be, well, you are familiar with this. I, I thought they did Taskmaster well in the Spider-Man games. Yes. Yes, and actually I've just finished um, the Mars Morales game after just getting a PS5 last week. So, uh... oh, well, Ryan, I've got new technology. <laughs> no, really... Spider-Man games are incredible, and, and they do all of the characters some, some, like really, really good. Like if you read the comics, they they've done a really good job on them. Taskmaster definitely being one. I mean, P Dubs is just uh, just getting into uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was talking to him about both both games because I actually I, I do like Miles Morales, but it does feel like extended DLC rather. It's than... so short, isn't it? Well. Yeah, and and I had the DLC for Spider Man, so I played those those three extra missions, yeah. which I I really enjoyed doing. Actually, I don't normally like DLC, but I thought they did a really good job with those. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think it should have been released as a, a full price title. That was my problem with it as well. Yeah. It, it didn't take that. I mean, yeah, it didn't take that long to finish, and then most of the other things you do are like go collect this thing, go and do this thing, yeah, to like pad the game out. Yeah, but at least as a cat. Um, okay, uh, so we've covered the films. Uh, obviously, uh, as we record this, between now and the next episode, there will be another Disney film coming out. Uh, Jungle Cruise will have just come out by the time we next record, um, which is, again, going to be Premier Access and at the cinema. Are we excited for Jungle Cruise? Yeah. 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 It's the rock, isn't it, for goodness me? (laughs) He's gorgeous. He's absolutely stunning. Yeah. He he doesn't really... He doesn't really do a flop, does he? He's always good. His films are great. 
Mm. None of them are great. I mean, I loved them in Tooth Fairy. That's all I'm saying. I really liked them in the game plan. I like that film a lot. I really liked him in the Scorpion King. I can't even say it. (laughs) (laughs) It, It'll be interesting if this is a Pirates of the Caribbean or if it is a Tower of Terror or Haunted Mansion. For me, this looks like a cross between the late 90s, early 2000s mummy movies and Pirates of the Caribbean. And if it's anything close to those two movies combined, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And look, it's not going to be perfect. You know, Jack Whitehall's got quite a big role in it, but it is being headlined by Emily Blunt, who is someone else who, in my eyes, can can almost do no wrong. He's Emily um, Blunt and and The Rock. Yeah, that, yeah. that's me being blunt. Days. Um, oh. So it's it's yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. They've done. They've had a lot of fun with the promotion for it. I don't know if you have seen the trailers that they both released separately um but they had a good little uh spat on social media releasing trailers highlighting their characters over the other and mocking their counterpart which was uh, a nice bit of promotion for it um but yeah ryan I, like you i that that's the vibe i get from what i've seen is it, it looks like a cross between the two and in fact the bit in the trailer with her in a library isn't mm. that almost a scene that's taken out of Pirates is, of the yeah. Caribbean Four? Well, and no, there's a bit in the um, in the Mummy where she's she the, starts oh, in the library. That's true, she? of course. Right at the beginning of the Mummy, she's she yeah, uh, yeah. has a massive accident in the library, knocking over all the books, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it reminded me of part. Oh, there's a scene in Pirates. I'm sure it's the fourth one where something like that also happens. So uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited for it. I am going to go and see it at the the cinema. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to as well. Yes, I'm going to be premier accessing it unless unless I can get a date night organised. Well, anyone interested in taking Ryan out for a date? Uh, <laughs> send us. Just, uh, send follow us me on Twitter. Ryan Ox, uh, DMs are open. Wipe right. <laughs> For Ryan Oaks. I don't like, you know, P-Dubs is promoting other podcasts. P-Dubs, uh, Ryan's promoting himself on social media. This is, Dunkin' Donuts is getting advertising all through the show. I mean, this is this is quite quite ludicrous. Um, we mentioned What If, which is something else is going to talk about, but I mean, that's that's obviously exciting stuff. Um, did we talk on the last episode about Tower of Terror? Yes. But the new movie. Yes. Yeah, we did, yeah. I thought we did, but I wasn't, I wasn't too sure. I feel there's something that I'm missing out on that I was going to talk about, and I've got a mind blank. Ah, while I try and remember what that is, Craig of her. Uh-huh. You, because of obviously what we were talking about earlier with restrictions and whatnot, a lot of us are doing more things in the UK than we would normally do, and you visited a place today uh, where actually Ryan was uh, only at fairly recently and you can listen to him talk about it on an episode of the theme park trailer it's all right ryan i'll do your plugs oh, thanks, uh, although if you know what the what was the episode number how did it be 282 282 just makes it up yeah all right look up the 282 of theme park trailer podcast um but uh, craig you went to the towers of alton today yeah 
I went um, half term as well when a vast majority of restrictions were in place. And then I went today on Freedom Day and it wasn't half term. So uh, we got the well in advance park opening and the first thing so last time when we went all the team members cast members whatever you want to call them had face masks on unless you were exempt this today um people had face masks on if they wanted when we were there several weeks ago there was constant uh, reminders in various places to have your face masks on. So indoor, in the show buildings, um, that type of stuff. This time there was none of that. Uh, social distancing was still, I would say we're still getting a day or two. People were giving each other a, a bit more space than what you would normally give in the olden days, so to speak. Um, but we had a thoroughly, thoroughly good day. We we didn't see hardly anybody in a face mask. Um, we took our face masks. We weren't going all Donald Trump on it. We, I, I still believe... You didn't set fire to them as you was walking into the park then? Yeah. Um, we had our face mask with us. We didn't use them. Um, because even though you're in a building in there, you're sort of still open air to a degree, a little bit. I don't remember, Ryan, did you have to wear face masks on the actual ride last time or was it just in? Yeah, yeah, so that was only at the start of the month. Yeah, so we didn't have to wear anything, no. And they, they, weren't, they were still saying, there was still the odd announcement saying, look after people, respect other people. Um, but on the whole, I think the general public in Alton Towers today anyway were doing it. Um, we paid £65 for the gold pass um, and we utilised it. The old, me included, started to struggle on some of the rides. Um, oh my God, some of them are just vile. So Galactica, I nearly threw up on. Oblivion. Um, so we went with... Charlie and Freya, as you'll all know them from podcasts of old, and Jack. Um, Jack is just a, a roller coaster junkie. Uh, Freya is scared of her own shadow and needs constant uh, reassurance. And with the slightest things, you won't go on it. Charlie, first ride of the day was Oblivion. Uh, he come off that and threw up. So we went In on. The bushes the... like last time, or. Yes. Oh, oh and yes, yes. And down his t-shirt. So we got a smiler t-shirt to replace it. So then we thought we, we maybe that was a bit harsh. So we went across to the the haunted uh, the haunted house where you shoot the zombies. Yeah. And I got in with him to reassure him and, and positive attitude. And he repaid me by projectile vomiting in there as well. So I had to turn his head away. And so that ride got shut for a major cleanup, literally. Yeah, a protein spill. Um, could then, be, could be. Yeah, we took him on 13. Uh, he threw up everywhere on that. So that one got shut down. Didn't they ban him for life at this point? 
Yeah, I was going to say, surely someone's saying, please don't come out and leave my rise. We went on runaway mine train. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Right? Which is genius. And everybody... So they put you around twice on that. And if you shout really loud on the second time, they put you around the third time. And on the third time, he met Ralph. Vigorously. So he got another T-shirt. So you got two T-shirts. Well, his his story's got nothing left in him. Yeah, he'd be bankrupt by now, buying all the different he, T-shirts for him. He had a thoroughly miserable day. Oh, he threw up on... Oh, he shut, he shut down Wickerman as well. <laughs> he shut down Wickerman. He threw up on Wickerman. I wish now, he threw up during the making of that Nick Cage version. That had done us all God, a favour. <laughs> God love him, right? He, he went for it. Um, he was... He was pretty pathetic all day. He couldn't keep anything down. Fluids. We were drinking water. Like, you know, he, he was, he had a terror, but he did try and you've got to applaud him for that. But he shut down four rides today. Unbelievable. It was just carnage. Just, we were getting off the Wicker Man, right? And the Wicker Man is busy and we're getting off it. And um, as we're walking out, just hears that the ride's being closed for an incident. And we're like, oh my God, Rod, you've got to go and get your bags. So you've got to stand there waving like that. Everyone's looking at you. Oh, it was horrible. But do you know what, right? Also, the team... also though, on the hottest day of the year. Yeah, it was red hot. Um, the team members, cast members, whatever they're called, right? They're all 12 year old boys and girls, but they were wonderful. Oh, honest to God, so polite, so um, couldn't do enough to help. Just, I, I don't know, I don't think I'd want to go back because, well, I said I wish I could go back and not, not You've pay. You've been banned. Yeah, been banned. I wish I could go back and not pay and not, not go on any of the rides, just walk around, and because the food in there isn't that bad. Um, yeah, no, food, I agree with that. The food is quite varied, and you... When we were there in half term, they were having their own version of food and wine festival. Um, they had all different carts there and everything. If there's one country that shouldn't have food and wine festival, it's ours. Yeah, um, we had a couple of pints. It was yeah, it was nice. It was a lovely day. Um, apart from the poor Charlie, he'll be he'll be on a drip now in his house, getting fluids pumped back in him. But so. Um... So I mean, obviously, this happened before. So, is this is this a case of uh, just being motion sickness and he's going yeah, to take he, a tablet or something? He didn't have his tablet. Right. He didn't have his bands on. He didn't have any breakfast. And probably for the best, actually. Well, I mean, the road in Twelve Towers is is carnage, isn't it? You come off that M6, and then it's all swervy, swervy B roads. It's horrible. Um, so, but um, yeah, the social distance and stuff, and the masks, the, the hand sanitizer stations are still everywhere. And I was using them coming off the rides, and they were still stocked. You know, maybe that'll change as the weeks go on. But today, a Freedom Day, um, everything was everything was hunky dory. Yeah, we had a really lovely time. So. Yes. That's good to hear. And all rides, I thought it'd be massive ride closures because the heat and and traffic and, 
and, and Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Alton Towers and all I got were these four lousy T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, and I lost two stone. Yeah, but no, it was a really, it was a really nice day. Apart oh, from good. apart from that, yeah. That's good. Well, I'm going to Chesterton soon, so I'll be able to report on, a, on another theme park that no one goes to. Uh, and people go to Alton Towers, but don't want to really go to Chesterton, do they? Except Alex, actually. Alex Treen was talking about Chesterton earlier today in our Facebook group, so I'm not the I'm not the only one. I'm looking forward to going, though, because I've not been there for so long. And, mm. you know, I know there's going to be some rides that the kids will enjoy, so that's, that's good. That's what I'm really excited to... Uh, to see but uh yeah i'll uh i'll report on that in a in a few weeks when i when i go i don't even know where i'm going i just I'll, I'll just get told to go in a car and i'll end up there and i go all oh, right okay we're going today i'm so oblivious to life um was there anything else that we had to talk about uh, i had a little bit um, on then lad the return of ron disney at walt disney world um, begins in November. Wine and Dine returns mm-hmm. um, for the first race uh, of the year. Um, and they gave us some themes. They're sticking with the, the villains theme that they had in 2019. Because it's um, the middle's left over. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would assume these are probably the same as last year um, that they didn't use because it was, it was cancelled. So we've got, uh, for the 5K, is the Evil Queen from Snow White. Um, the 10k is Oogie Boogie and Jack Skellington and the half marathon is Uzma from Emperor's New Groove and the two course challenge which is if you do the 10k and the half marathon is Ursula from The Little Mermaid well so that has already opened registration uh, opened a couple of days ago Uh, at this point I believe the last time I saw the only thing that sold out was the 10k um so that's that's going ahead and they also announced the dates for next year um the marathon weekend is going ahead on january the 5th to the 9th no themes yet but but i I am assuming it will be 50th anniversary related um yeah that makes sense yeah then we get the return of the princess half marathon in february the 24th to the 27th and a new rethemed um, weekend. No more Star Wars race weekend. That has now been replaced um, by Springtime Surprise, which will be March the 31st to April the 3rd. And the surprise is that it's Star Wars medals. Uh, <laughs> or there's not enough medals. Everyone gets a chocolate coin at the end. Yeah. If um if anyone wants to uh run the ten and half marathon and donate their medals to me, uh get in touch. Because I want those medals. I don't I don't I would never normally want to buy medals that I've in, in things that I've not done, but they both sound delightful. So yeah. That's uh, that's a shame. I'm not seeing those. And I believe P dubs on that note. We've still not had any European announcement. No, no, I don't assume we'll get anything probably until the new year mm. uh, when it comes to Paris. They've just announced the return of the basketball tournament that they hold every year, the, the Leaders' Cup, um, Do they? which will be going ahead in, yeah, in the same arena. It, it goes in that events arena. 
Um, and that will be going ahead in February next year. What's the events arena? Uh, where we registered for the race weekend. Oh, the, the massive gazebo? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, that's what I thought when you said it. That's the only thing I could think yeah. of. But I didn't. I really didn't think it would be. Okay, okay. Fair enough. And of course, if you want to listen to us talk more about Disneyland Paris, you can listen to Discover DLP, a part yeah. of this very network. Um, cool. That's a that's a good update as well. Um, cool. Anything else before we wrap up? DCL. I started the test cruise, so that's the first step on process to resuming cruising again. So that started yes, this week. It did. Um, we are going to discuss that on the next episode, I believe. Is that the, is that the next episode, P Dubs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So second of August recording yeah. will be our guest yeah. appearance of uh, someone that went on the UK cruises just yeah. this yeah. past weekend. Yeah, someone I know uh, has actually gone on a second Disney cruise. They booked both at the like for for both cruises. Wow, I don't even know if they got off the ship. <gasps> they might have had to, they might have forced him off, but he's gone back on anyway. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it sounded like, well, we'll find out more, obviously, but it sounded like it started off uh, with a bit of a, a cluster mark, but it's uh, but it was a success after. Oh, so it's the staycations, yeah. This yeah. is just the, uh, but, the uh, what they call it, vacation at sea? Yeah. We're calling it. But they've also started the test cruise with the CDC protocols in, in the US. Ah. So that started this week. So there's there's a couple of different stages they've got to go through. The first stage is a is a, a test cruise where they, you know, they I think I think you get the cruise for nothing. I think they invited people to apply, but you've got to go through all sorts of drills like being isolated in your cabin, temperatures taken, blah blah blah. So that don't know how much fun it will be. Vloggers, but, wouldn't it? Yeah. Get them all get invite all the vloggers onto a ship, just let yeah. sail out to sea. Sail it into an iceberg. I didn't say that. Um, cool. Well, in that case, I'll wrap this episode up. Um, that's going to be it for July, um, except we will have uh, some new Patreon episodes next week. I believe we are watching Transformers and Romance in the Stone. For those. Two classics. Well, I don't know. I've not seen Romance of the Stone in a long time, and Transformers would be an interesting one to go back to, because I haven't seen that original Transformers film in quite a while. So that'll be good to to revisit. So, uh, yeah, Patreons, that's what's coming up for you. Um, and for everybody else, we will see you in August. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.